So welcome to your next chapter. My name is Siobhan Seferelli, and I'm here today with Katrina, who's awesome. I'm not going to even attempt the last name. <laughs> I will let you do that. So she is here um, with all of us uh, research project. I had the great pleasure of meeting with uh, her uh, co-workers uh, at the latest uh, West Hartford Senior Center event, uh, which was awesome. And I was I was absolutely fascinated. I have tons of questions. So let's get started. Tell us about all of us research program. Yeah. So hi, my name is Katrina Yamazaki, and I'm the principal investigator for the All of Us Research Program. And so the All of Us Research Program is an NIH initiative to advance precision medicine. And so this whole program started from President Obama's precision medicine initiative that really tried to understand how to shift healthcare from a one-size-fits-all model to more of a tailored approach to healthcare. Right. So, for example, if you're looking at your neighbor, you understand that there are differences between you and your neighbor and your healthcare should reflect those differences. Right. So you want healthcare tailored to you in order to put you in the best possible um, outlook. Right. Or put you on the best possible track for um, treatment. Definitely. definitely. Um, and so the All of Us program is really designed to diversify um research. Uh, and so historically, um, a lot of populations have been left out of research for various reasons. And so we don't have a true understanding of different factors that impact their health. And so if we shift to precision medicine, we really need to understand those differences. And so all of us is building this database for healthcare researchers to really begin to understand different factors that affect the health of different populations mm -hmm. um, in order to design more targeted therapies, um, treatment plans, things like that. Um, and so all of us, the goal is to enroll 1 million participants wow. that reflect the diversity of the United States population. Wow. Now, where are you guys with that goal? So we are currently, so the national program is, we have roughly over 650,000 participants that have already enrolled and wow. started the process. Out of that 650,000, about another 450,000 has um, completed all the steps for enrollment. And that means they've submitted surveys um, to answer questions about themselves, their personal health, their lifestyle. They've also um, submitted biospecimen samples, such as urine samples and blood samples, so that their DNA can be sequenced to understand genetic components of that affect their health. Um, and so we consider those core enrollments. And so we're roughly at 450, just a little under 500,000. And so the goal for the rest of this year is really try to get over that 500,000 mark. Um, and what's remarkable is through all of the enrollment sites across the United States is the population is 80% UBR, which stands for 80% um, of the participants are from populations that have been historically underrepresented in biomedical research. Nice. So why would I participate? Besides the fact that it's really cool and I'm fascinated by this stuff, but why would I participate? What's what's my, why would I do this? So a lot of the reasons why participants um, join the program is one, 
the All of Us Research Program is unique in that they value participants as partners. And so as we gather all of this information, one of the main goals is to return results to the participants so they can see how their data is being used to accelerate precision medicine research. Um, and so we send out research highlights to show how your research is being used for different research studies. Um, for the individuals, they get um, ancestry data as well as health-related results data. Those health-related results, health results data is important because through DNA sequencing, you get genetic tests done to be, and then if basically your DNA is sequenced and then genetic tests are done to see if you are at risk for different diseases such as cancers or cardiovascular diseases. Mm. And if they, you have a positive screen for those, then we set you up with a genetic counselor Wow. Um, for free, so you can actually discuss those results and decide the proper course of action um, and help coordinate care with your primary care provider. That's fantastic. I think especially it sounds like it would be good for someone that is adopted, for example. And let's say we don't have a lot of documentation on the adoptive parents. And now you're having your own kids and you're standing there going, you know, do you have this in your background? And you're like, mm, you know, I don't know. This would be a great opportunity to to find that out. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because I myself in it as it I me and my husband adopted three kids from the foster oh. care system in San Diego and not having their full medical history makes yeah. it hard to understand their developmental milestones growing up. So they're all under the age of four. Wow. And so I am eagerly awaiting for the pediatrics program to unveil so that we can enroll them in the program and start to receive some of those information that we are missing in order to, you know, provide the best care that we could for our children. That's awesome. Now, what, um, how much does it cost? It actually doesn't cost anything to participate. So it is completely free of charge. Um, And so enrollment is coming into an enrollment site or completing the steps on your own. There is no charge to join. There is no charge for the return of genetic results. And there is no charge if you need to see a genetic counselor based on your DNA results. Nice. And actually lead me if you can go more in depth. So the next question is, how do I, how do I participate? How do I, because you said enrollment sites or online, how do I, what's the website and how do I do that? So the website is on my Zoom background right there (laughs) or right there. (laughs) Um, And so that's a great place to find out more information about the program. And on that website, there is a registration button where if you are able to start the process on your own, then you can just go ahead and start creating your account in the participant portal and start filling out surveys and going through the consent materials for anyone that needs help. Um, with that process, um, because it is a long process, um, and would just want you know a, an, a person to guide you through the enrollment. We have um, our research team is at community health centers location. We okay. are fixed permanently in Meriden, New Britain, New London, and. Um, Middletown, but we've also started going out on the road and visiting other community health center locations throughout Connecticut um, to help facilitate the enrollment process and raise awareness of the program. Mm -hmm. Um, But at any time, you can also call um, our main line or email us and we can easily contact you via phone and help you start that process. And so our email is all of us at chc1.com. And our phone number is 
852-0890. And one of our team members is more than happy to walk you through that process. That's awesome. And you can send that to me and I'll include that in the description of uh, the show so they can. Perfect. Yeah. That sounds great. How long does it take for me to get results? Because obviously, uh, you know, people are probably like, oh, you know, (laughs) wanting to get it as quick as possible. Yeah, it does take time to get the results. 400,000 um, people. So I'm exactly. thinking it's like a minute, right? Plus, every, more people are enrolling each day. So it does take time to get the results back. Ancestry data you, tends to come a little bit faster than the health-related results um, information. Um, we've seen the results take a short amount of time to a long amount of time. So we really don't like to give an approximate timeline because we don't want to really get anybody's hope up. But we are working with the national program to make sure that all participants get a return of results and working with them to see if there's any errors that we may help fix to make sure that the participants get return of results. Very nice. And so the website's there. So that website, they can go on and let's say, because this is obviously going to be out there nationally, they can go wherever and find out, you know, if they're in Oklahoma, they'd be able to go on this same website and find information. Right. So this website is specific for our okay. um, community health center with the backslash CHC. Um, but joinallofus.org is the national nice. website that anybody can go on and join um, and read about more information or learn about programs in their home state or in their hometown Wonderful. where they can go and enroll in the program. Wonderful. Now, you said ancestry information. Tell me more about that. So am I going to find like a long lost aunt or uncle or no so it's nothing like genetic um, like some of the genetic kids out there so it's not like um 23 and me or where they start to connect the people across yes. the u.s like you have a sibling in this state, right um it's nothing like that what okay. it does is it will just tell you where your roots lie from so if you don't know like let's say you were adopted and you don't know what your ancestral data is it'll just return information that oh you your ancestry is from this part of the world and this part of the world you're this percentage of this these different national yeah (laughs) so in terms of privacy obviously you know we're in the age of like we're all out there, but, you know, with our medical information, HIPAA and those types right. of things, how how is that participant protected? Right. So privacy and security is one of the core values of the program and is something that we take very seriously. And so there are precautions that are set up to minimize the risk of participation or of security breaches. We can't guarantee that there will be absolutely none, but we do take all the precautions to minimize everything. Um, And so we like to tell our participants that any information that they submit, as soon as it goes into the portal, it becomes what we call de-identified, meaning that all of their survey responses are inputted, but all of their identifying information, name, phone number, addresses are removed from the system and they're assigned a unique participant ID Hmm. so that we can use that participant ID to connect to survey questions electronic health record information that's in there, biospecimen information, but you can't actually connect it to a particular individual. Um, The program also has certificates of confidentiality, which um, they have implemented to prevent the sharing of data with any court orders or things like that, so that things remain as secure and private as possible. And so we don't share your genetic results information, 
with anyone, even if you have the gen, uh, like you have to go see a genetic counselor, they'll walk you through how to then, and they'll provide a clinical test to verify, but how to download that report. And then the individual themselves have to take it to their primary care provider. So if we don't share it between the primary. I like that. And I like that it's a part of your core values. I think that's going to make people feel super comfortable. And it seems extremely well thought out, which is great as well. Because sometimes it's stuff, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's extremely important because historically, it's, with um, some of the research that has been doing going on, we're trying to rebuild trust within some of these populations. And so that's why it's one of the core values is really trying to make sure that we are being transparent with what we're doing to try retry to build trust within the communities because it's so important that they participate in research and so really just trying to get them more comfortable in participation as well. Yeah, let's talk about more about that underserved population. Who are they and what do you mean? Mm-hmm. So those historically underrepresented in biomedical research populations include um, ages 65 and over, right? They tend to be left out of research. Um, racial, ethnic, marginalized populations have tended to be left out of research. Members of the LGBTQ community, right? Um, we also have those that are fall under the federal poverty level. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these reasons why they've been left out of research is maybe access to research opportunities, um, not being aware that they exist. And so really trying to make sure that this program is accessible to all and that we really promote the message that we value participation from all. Hmm. And it's, uh, I think, the trust. I mean, I know that, you know, you know, when you're, you know, having been someone that has been in that, you know, uh, lower income level, I mean, it's kind of like you do, it's kind of like you're, you want to protect everything, you don't want to be given mm-hmm. information. And, and, and there's a lot of uh, disappointment too, where you're mm-hmm. someone doesn't do what they say they're going to do. And so it's like, something like this, you would be like, huh, what's what's going on there. But it sounds amazing. And it definitely sounds like something that's going to help a ton of people. I love that my doctor right now, I'm not a one size fits all. My entire life, it was like, you need to gain weight, you need to gain weight. And now she looks at my weight and go, I haven't heard that in months from her, you know, because I'm working, I'm doing what I have to do. She's looking at my numbers. And she's not comparing me to a, you know, 57 year old woman that she's going. And so it's nicer. It's nicer not to hear you have to gain weight because like any of us, we all have trouble with our, you know, something that weight. Mm-hmm. who knows what it may be. And either right. up or down, it's not like you're not trying. It's, it's like, but it's <laughs> so to hear it and go, well, what should I do? But she's not mm-hmm. one size fits all. So it sounds like this is going to even more you know, uh, get rid of that one size fits all, uh, you know, so we can, you know, especially with that whole positive body image thing and all that going on, that is so important because nobody wants to go to the doctor. You know, some of us are, you know, bigger bone. We, we, we're mm-hmm. not going to be, you know, looking like whoever, you know, and so to me to them or them to me, it's, it's not fair because yeah. you can't do one size fits all. So I love that. I love this type yeah. of research and I love what you're doing. Yeah, I think it's important, right? Because even if you think about beyond an individual, it could be a neighborhood, right? You can be telling somebody that has that's in a neighborhood with maybe they're um, pre-diabetic and you're trying to prevent them from, you know, moving into that diabetic range. A lot of the information, eat healthier, move more, right? If the individual lives in a community where there's no safe spaces 
to exercise, right? Or access to healthy foods. It makes it difficult. So what are other ways that we can help them manage their chronic diseases that match the environment and lifestyle that they live? Because it could be sometimes it's out of their control, right? So really trying to figure out, you know, what are some of the best intervention strategies to implement in, in different communities? Yeah, I like that. And I, I think that builds trust too, because you see me, mm-hmm. you're not just exactly. kind of throwing out buzzwords, you you can see, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that sounds great. That's the, you know, pre-diabetic solution. But I live XYZ, and you guys will have those customized plans. And that's going to build trust too, because you're not mm-hmm. just throwing out, throwing out stuff. Yeah. Tell me about some of the organizations, and you might have mentioned it in the beginning. So I apologize that you're that this whole thing is affiliated with because it's join mm-hmm. all of us is kind of the which I love. And it's funny, I'm looking at the back your backdrop now, which is just I think it clicked like maybe five minutes. Oh, be one in a million. They want to be <laughs> brilliant, by the way, but being <laughs> in person, so but. What are what is the organization, the higher kind of organization that all of this is uh, affiliated with? Right. And so, the, like I said, this program is funded by the NIH. And so within the NIH, we have different what we call regional medical centers. So these large academic institutions that are enrollment sites. And so if you're in California, the UC systems, right? But um, in Connecticut, there's Yale. So all of these different areas are enrollment sites. So we have enrollment sites all over the U.S., or at least if they're not in your state, the option for online enrollment. Um, and so there we have numerous participations, and the map is on the website, joinallofus.org. Nice. Um, Community Health Center is a federally qualified health center, um, and so we're joined by seven others that are um, under the MITRE Corporation that help us with our enrollment um, sites. And I know that there are other federally qualified health centers that partner with the regional medical centers or the academic institutions as well um, mm-hmm. to really facilitate the enrollment process. Nice, nice. Tell me about your background, because you know a lot. There's a lot going <laughs> on there. <laughs> so I'm also, so besides being a PI at the, with the All of Us um, research program at the Community Health Center. I'm also a senior research scientist with the Weitzman Institute, which is the research, education, and policy arm of the Community Health Center. Um, and a lot of the work that we do is trying to innovate um, healthcare systems, access to care, intervention through research education, and then trying to include health policy as well. Um, and so I've been here for about a year, but a large part of my career has been spent in the academic institution, yeah. where I was a professor within the biology department at California State University, LA. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Wow. That's that's phenomenal. I know my daughter is very interested in the whole genetics world. So I'll have to uh, maybe have her shadow you one day or something like that. She would be Absolutely. She's fascinated by it. Every time I say something, she's like, well, no, they wouldn't be a blonde baby because of, and I'm just like, <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. You know, the mm-hmm. whole thing. So that's great. Well, one more time, tell us how we can get in touch with uh, your organization and, um, you know, yeah. Right. So again, we run out of the community yeah. health center in Connecticut. This is our website that you can join to learn more about the program. And it actually connects you to our All of Us program at Community Health Center. Um, our email again is all of us at chc1.com. And we monitor that 
frequently, regularly, so that we will make sure to respond to you. And we also monitor our phone lines, 860-852-0890. Um, so please give us a call, send us an email, or um, look at our website, and we'd love to help you become a participant in the All of Us Research Program. That is awesome. So again, I'm Siobhan Seferelli, Senior, Re- um, senior Research. <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> Senior Living Specialist here at the Heights at Avery Heights. You probably hear tons of noise in the background. That is our amazing renovations that are going on. So we're renovating our whole lobby and everything. So uh, we welcome uh, folks to come on in and check us out. We're excited about that. And until next time, we're definitely going to have you come back in uh, when you get closer. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting stuff. And um, I want you to send me some materials, too, so I can pass them out to my uh, the gang here, because we definitely have a lot of over 65 here. So we can maybe build that number for you for sure. Perfect. And we would also love to come in person and talk more about them in person. I would love that. Yeah, that would be wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. No problem. Have a wonderful day. You too.